The Renegade Aviator, David Costa. Oh, oh, updated when I'm done. Two soldiers, five. We on the airfield and airspace. You are clear for takeoff. Have a good one. Thanks, Mo. Clear for takeoff. Check your bucket brake off. Check your trim set. Check your nozzle steering on. Maneuver. Damn it, half school face. Left turn out. That's what I'm up. Outflips now. In the air and on air, the Renegade Aviator combines jet airshow performances and this radio show to promote aviation, excellence, overcoming obstacles, and achieving goals. Here he is, the Renegade Aviator, David Costa. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, this is David Costa. I am the Renegade Aviator, and I'm going to start with a bit of a disclosure today, and I've been warned about this. I have been warned that the show I might do today might be harmful to my illustrious career as a podcast slash radio show slash air show pilot. Imagine that. If I couldn't do enough damage with whatever else I've done so far on this show, this show could be dangerous to my career, um, which is exactly the reason why I'm coming to you today with the topic that I'm going to talk about today. And I'm going to touch the third rail of air shows, let's say, I'm going to bring up something that everybody is clapping their hands about right now. They're all clapping their hands. There's a lot of people, and so am I. So I'm going to preface this with nothing I'm going to say on this show is to be construed as negative towards any performer, towards any venue, towards any idea uh, from the air show perspective only. I'm going to touch on some ideas. You can bet that. However, I'm going to give you a notice. If you're the kind of person that can't handle someone's opinion, if you're the kind of person that can't handle a dissenting view, and certainly I get dissenting views all the time, if you're the kind of person that uh, can't use your brain to listen to a concept, to maybe think about why something is happening, instead of reacting like a monkey and jumping around and jumping to conclusions as to what you think I mean, this Renegade Aviator radio show episode is not for you. I'm going to suggest that you don't even watch any further, that if you got this off my Facebook page, Renegade Aviator, or if you went to my website, RenegadeAviator.com, or if you went to my YouTube channel at YouTube.com forward slash Renegade Aviator, or anywhere else on social media that you found me, probably at Renegade Aviator, did I say that enough times? (laughs) You're not going to like it. They are just a bunch of pansies. Oh, no. It's still something about that one with the crazy hairdo that I find suspicious. Nonsense, Maurice. Come on, everybody. Let's go and meet the pansies. (laughs) Are you still there? Is anybody still there? Okay, good. We got rid of the pansies, and now I can continue. Normally, Cuddly Dave is your host of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show. And um, I earned the call sign Taz for a reason. Although on the radio, you want me to be nice and this is a fun, happy radio show. You can listen to doom and gloom all day long, but this is a happy radio show. But I earned the call sign Taz for a reason. I don't know if you ever watched uh, Looney Tunes, who hasn't? If you're um, above 30, I guess. Um, If you've watched that and you've seen the Tasmanian Devil, well, some people might say that when I get all wound up, I spin around like the Tasmanian Devil and he kind of buzzes through trees. And then, you know, then Bugs Bunny plays the music and he puts his hands together and dances. Well, that's me. That's Taz. That's me. That's the Renegade Aviator. So uh, this show today, I'm going to try not to get all wound up. And it really is not meant to be that way. But we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly 
about what's going on in the airshow world. And we've been doing this for the past couple of months. So nothing is going to change there. Um, and by the way, as a reminder, go to Renegade Aviator and click on the May Day link. I had to look down, make sure I started recording. It's interesting when you're on video, I can't do any of that. I got to be very still. That's why I have my friend behind me here. He keeps me under control. Anyway, go to my webpage, renegadeaviator.com and click on the May Day link and you'll find out how you can get involved with what we're doing. But we're going to talk about the good, the bad and the ugly about something that this is the third rail that I'm touching right now. If you have not been under a rock, you've seen that uh, with this whole coronavirus situation, everybody's on a lockdown. Everybody's being told to stay in their homes. We've been locked down for 30 days. Well, you have. I have not been. I'm not going to do that. Anyway, we're all edgy. Everybody wants to get out and do something. And the military is no exception to that. And our air shows have been shut down. I mean, right now, I think all the air shows that I know of up until almost July have been either postponed or shut down. So everybody's sitting there thinking, what are we going to do? What is there? What should we be doing right now? We all want to do the right thing. We all want to promote what we do, what we love. We all want to make sure that we're doing something for you fans that are out there that you don't forget us. Not that you would forget us. Who can forget a face like this? Um, and also just to do something. So everything I'm going to say from here on out is based on this premise that what's been being done in the airshow community is being done for the right feelings, for the right reasons that there's good people. And number one, before I go any further, it's really cool to watch airplanes fly because if you've been out to your local airport and looked, there's nobody out there. There's hardly anybody flying. And for those of you who are out there flying, kudos on you, man. Happy for you. For those of us that have had air shows canceled, I feel bad for you. So let me just cut to the chase. The good. The Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds. You can't get much better than that. I mean, heck, I start my radio show each and every week with the Blue Angels radio call signs. So I am a fan. I am a wannabe. That's all I wanted to do as a kid is be part of the Blue Angels or the Thunderbirds. We all want to be those guys and gals, all those people, right? We want to be the best of the best. And who doesn't? want to look up into the sky and see six or seven or 13 or 14 jets flying together, smoke on man, making a lot of noise. That is the good. Make no mistake. And um, thank you teams for doing that. And thank you taxpayers for saying, heck yeah, let's go pay for some fuel. And it's not just the Blue Angels. It's not just the Thunderbirds. Other military units are getting into the act and they're taking off. And we've had a C-130 unit out here. My friends at the High Rollers here in the state of Nevada, Nevada Air Guard, the High Rollers. So kudos to you guys. And there's a bunch of other units. I've even seen the CAU, California Aeronautical University. We just had Vicki Bensing on the show a couple of weeks ago. And Vicki uh, is sponsored by CAU and she flies a, a beautiful Stearman but they're even doing flyovers. Okay, that's the good. The good is that they're flying over hospitals and they're flying over places to make people feel good, to make people feel patriotic, to make people feel like somebody cares about the hard work that they're doing. All this is good stuff. I'm not, you know, I'm not here to put this down in any way. Not at all. But remember, I haven't gotten to the bad and the ugly yet. So here's more of the good. Anytime you see airplanes getting together to perform in front of people, that's good. We want to see more of that. 
Anytime you see smiles on people's faces on the ground that look up to the sky. My brother's not a pilot. He works at the post office in New Jersey. And Matt, if you're listening, you haven't signed up and became a crew member yet. But we'll talk about that later. Anyway, even he comes out of his building at work. He took his camera into the sky. Why? To take pictures of the Blue Angels or the Thunderbirds or whoever else is flying over for the cameras. That's good. We need more of that. And that's the good that you see at air shows. When you go out to an air show, you don't see these jets flying over at a thousand feet above the ground. You see these airplanes flying over sometimes 10 feet above the ground and a whole lot closer. But you know what? Kudos. Positive. Those of you people that have been working in the hospital, as people will say, in harm's way, you're dealing with sick people. I get it. We're grateful for you. For those of you that don't know, I spent about, I don't know, 20 plus years in the medical device field, actually involved in mechanical ventilation and ICU monitors. And the reason why I did that, well, I couldn't fly at the time. So I figured I need to get into a business that's going to generate the kind of money I need to do what I love to do, which is fly airplanes, right? So like all of you out there that may love aviation, you may not be professional pilots and you certainly probably are not an airshow pilot. All this is good stuff. You nurses, you doctors, you healthcare providers, you people that are out there taking care of sick people. I'm going to change some wording. I'm not going to call you a hero. I'm going to call you an angel because that's what you are because dealing with sick people, it's God's work. And if you don't believe in God, that's okay. But I do. And um, I need to with the kind of stuff I do in airplanes at air shows. Anyway, that's the good. Okay, so the bad. We don't need to restate the bad. We know what the bad is. Everything is closed, for God's sakes. The air shows are closed. I mean, who would have ever thought that? Who would have ever thought we would have canceled the air shows over a virus? I certainly didn't. Some of you might be smarter than me and say, well, Dave, I saw this coming a long time ago. We should have did this. We could have done that. I don't care at this point. The air show industry has been decimated. It's part of the reason why until we get back to normal, and I'm going to tell you what I consider normal to be after this pandemic we're going to be in a bad shape. And that's that's not to mean that we're going to give up. So, you know, what you'll find pilots to be in general, certainly guys like me, I'm a captain, the captain of my aircraft. So I make some very black and white judgments on things we need to as uh, aviation pilots, as captains. So I make very sometimes rash judgments, but measured judgments. And I look at risk. And I try to mitigate risk. And uh, quite frankly, this whole thing did not show me enough risk to shut down the entire economy. So this is not a political show, but I'm going to give you my political opinion. There was no way, as your captain, that the risk of a virus warranted the shutting down of an entire world. So you've heard me say this before. It's a global reset on purpose or by accident. It's a global reset. So the bad is... We're halfway into a lot of aviation events for this season and um, nothing. That's bad. Hey, Dave Costa, the Renegade Aviator. You are listening to the podcast version of my radio show. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. You can find the Renegade Aviator radio show anywhere you find podcasts. Can't find it on your preferred platform? Contact me through the website RenegadeAV8R, RenegadeAviator.com, and I will fix it. Back to the next segment of the show. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. Here we go. All right. So we mentioned the good, the bad, the ugly. So let me come back into all this and maybe um, give you a a reason why I'm doing this. It kind of bugged me the other day, this morning, as a matter of fact. Um, I'm drinking my cup of coffee in the morning and I pull up a video of my beloved Blue Angels in a brief. So I go, this is fantastic. I love the watch. If you've never had a chance to do this, go find a YouTube video and watch the Blue Angels or the Thunderbirds go through a flight brief. 
It's an eye-opener. It's real enjoyable to watch. It just uh, gives you good insight as the amount of professionalism and the amount of critique that they give each other. And that's really what this is all about, critique. This is not criticism. What set me over the edge, real quick, remember I said my call sign is Taz, was the Blue Angels wearing blue cloth masks over their face. I almost fell out of my chair. Now, you know, I get it. Yeah, I, I get it. We want to look good for the public. And that's maybe part of what made me so angry. I don't really think that the Blue Angel pilots, I don't think that a fighter pilot in general or a Blue Angel pilot or a Thunderbird pilot would go to their CO, commanding officer for you civilian types, and go, you know what, Um, I'm really feeling uh, like I might get sick, and I think I would like a nice pretty blue mask to wear over my face. I don't think that happened at all. Somebody who meant well, somebody in public relations, public affairs, one of the people that are not calling me back right now. Oh, by the way, Blue Angels and Thunderbirds, I'm trying to get you on this show. So when my lovely assistant, Laura, calls you, please set up something with her. I'd love to have you on because I think you guys are great, but you can cut out the masks. I think that's a bit much. And here's the reason why. And maybe it's because I'm a grizzled former U.S. Marine military special ops guy. I don't know. It just drives me nuts. We have this situation right now going on in fear It's fear. We're afraid of the virus. We don't want to get sick. So we're fearful. So we do really stupid things. And let me relate this to aviation because this is where I can kind of go on. And this is what I want to relay to you. You know, there's a lot of things that can scare me in an airplane. I'll tell you what, if you're not scared every once in a while when you're flying an air show, if you're not scared every once in a while when you fly into some bad weather or maybe some emergency happens, there's something wrong with you. So all of us that have been flying for years and years and thousands and tens of thousands of hours that I've been flying, yeah, I get scared once in a while. But what I'm seeing in this society right now is fearful reactions, overreactions, and in some cases, and I'm not putting this on our flight demonstration team, but it is the Renegade Aviator radio show, and I will do it because I want to link this all together. There's a point to this. Man, I don't want to see our top cadre of military demonstration teams wearing a mask unless it's their oxygen mask for their helmet. And the Blue Angels don't wear them. So uh, Air Force, you guys do. And I wear them once in a while. However, to me, it sets a tone that is fearful. And let me go further into this. When you're in the military and orders come from up above and you're told, look, Lieutenant JG, look, commander or captain, depending on which branch of the service that you're in, This is what you will do. You'll do so to the best of your ability. You'll stand tall. You will follow those orders without question. On the one hand, I expect that out of our military flight teams. On the other hand, I kind of wish we had people in upper leadership that said, you know what? We're not going to be afraid because why? Look, we're coming out of this thing right now. By the time you listen to this radio show, we're coming out of the quote-unquote pandemic. We've had a lot of pandemics. As I said, I worked in the medical industry for years. There's a lot of bad stuff out there, whether it be germs or bacteria or virus. But there's also, in this case, an overreaction that doesn't sit well with me. We hear a lot about safety being talked about in today's world. We hear a lot of 
protection and we're going to take care of you and we're going to shut you down and we're going to tell you when you can open. That's why I'm using this military analogy. And you will fly over the hospitals in proper military fashion and you will say kudos to the police, kudos to the fire, kudos to the nurses, kudos to the baggers in the supermarket and people who stock the shelves because you're all heroes. I'm sorry. This is where I said I may go off the deep end a little bit. Heroes are not people that are simply doing their job. The heroes that I've known and read about and known personally are no longer with us most of the time. But I just want to kind of get away from this idea that by acting afraid, by changing the way we function as Americans, that somehow this is the right thing to do. Let that sink in for a second. I want you to go to Google and I want you to find that video where the Blue Angels, and if I can find it, I'm going to put a link of some of these videos up on my webpage, renegadeaviator.com, so you can actually go and see this easily without having to search on your own. Renegadeaviator.com, I'll have it up there. It just doesn't sit right with me. So I was listening today, and again, this is not political, but whether you like Trump or don't like Trump, he's the president of the United States. And as a pilot, I am required as the captain of my ship to make myself knowledgeable on anything that would affect my flight. Anything, right? So when we talk to pilots, we tell them to check the weather, check the forecasted weather, check your aircraft, check the inspections that have been done to your aircraft, who flew it before, check the runway that you're going to, are there any notams, check the runway where you're departing from, plan for um, obstacles in your way or things that may not function properly, plan for everything because as the pilot in command, you are required as your responsibility to be responsible for the entire flight, for every part of the flight. As I said before, I'm required as the pilot. I am responsible for everything that happens on my flight. So where am I going with that one? So I watch the White House briefings every day. I watch them. I watch them not because I want to hear Trump talk or not because I believe everything I'm hearing in the meeting. I watch them because I don't need the news media telling me how to think about what was presented using real data. That's what I'm doing here. So in today's meeting, and today is I'm recording this on the 28th of April in 2020, for those of you who might be listening on a podcast, the president was asked, and this goes to air shows, so just calm down. The president was asked, what is the new normal? What do you expect about the new normal? And his answer was exactly what I would have expected. And I guess I was hoping for this, but I wanted to hear it. That normal is just the way it was before that we should go back to our air shows. And I don't want to have to social distance with every person in that air show. I don't want to have to worry that I'm not six feet away from somebody. I don't want to have to worry that I got to walk up and order my hot dog and a beer after I'm done flying, of course, and worry that, oh, I may not be able to face the person one-on-one. -on -one. I don't want to have air shows be where after I'm done performing and I land my jet and I walk down that show line that I can't shake people's hand, that I can't sign an autograph, that I can't look at that kid square in the eye and answer their questions. I don't want to stand six feet away from my fans in the audience. That's not an air show. So ladies and gentlemen, where I'm getting at with these flyovers, and again, I'm not being negative on the flyover, but man, that's a great start. So the good, the bad, and the ugly, the good is keep going, United States military. Keep getting people jazzed for air shows. Good on you. I support what you're doing 110% on the other stuff. 
on the politically correct thing, on the social distancing, on this overblown safety that's, I'm using safety in quotation marks because I'm not sure where in that pretty blue mask, Blue Angels, is going to um, save America from the coronavirus. Let's start showing people that we mean business and we're going to come back. Let's show people that America is not about safety. America is about liberty. Big difference there. America is not about waiting for the government to tell me when I can come out of my house. America is not about telling me as a business owner that I have to shut my business down because I'm too stupid to assess the situation on my own, to look at the market and to say, how can I protect my customers, my clients, and still feed my family? Mike Wiskus said this on last week's show, Americans like to work. We like to be productive. America is about individual excellence. Air shows are about excellence demonstrated. Hey, thanks for joining me on this break on our podcast version of the Renegade Aviator radio show. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast version, you either own a business or you work for a business. And look, this COVID-19, right, the coronavirus stuff has got business ducking for cover everywhere we look. I get it. But this is the time when businesses can take advantage of opportunities. And here's an opportunity. If your business has anything to do with aviation, consider what I'm about to say. Heck, if your business would benefit from the kind of people who go to air shows, consider becoming a business member of the Renegade Aviator crew. Go to patreon.com forward slash Renegade Aviator, or better yet, go to Renegade AV, the number eight R, renegadeaviator.com. Look for Mayday, save our air shows. And as a business, you can promote your business, and I will work together with you to promote your business for as little as 50 or 100 bucks a month. You get a choice. You can pick whatever one you want, 50 or 100 bucks a month. So whether you work for a business and you've got some access to some advertising dollars, or if you own a business, if you're in aviation or not in aviation, now is the time. Air shows attract high-value clients, high-value people that would love to work with you. And if you're in aviation and we don't work together, if you're not part of the 3% that's going to work together to save these air shows and live events, well, you know, I'm doing what I can do. So reach out, renegadeaviator.com. This is David Costa, the Renegade Aviator, back to the next segment of the Renegade Aviator radio show. That's a lot of Renegade Aviators, isn't it? Here we go. Okay, so back to what I was talking about on the president's White House briefing. Not once, not once did anybody talk about liberty. They had business leaders in the room, and everybody talked about safety. They had the CEO from, um, I'm not going to mention names here because these people may want to be one of my sponsors in the future, but they had a CEO saying, you know, our customers are telling us that we want to be safe. This is an aviation show, so let me try to draw a line there as well. Of course, we want to be safe, but not at the expense of other things. The word that I was looking for, and it's the word that is exuded at air shows, is liberty. Our liberty, our freedom, as some people will call it. Liberty scares people for some reason. I'll add responsibility. It goes to that because liberty is scary when there is responsibility put into the liberty. But that's a whole nother topic. I used to do a political show. I won't do one here for you today. So liberty, patriotism, freedom. That's what air shows are all about. Air shows will not survive with people showing up, including the Blue Angels, wearing pretty little masks over their face. 
and standing six feet apart and being afraid to shake each other's hands and being afraid to get too social. Liberty requires togetherness. Liberty requires people to go out and stand tall and stand proud. Because when you go to an air show, and this is what we're looking for, this is what I was looking for the president to say, and that's what he said to the media. The media was trying to trip him up. The media was a gasp. Oh, no, Mr. President. Oh, Mr. President, um, are you trying to tell us that you expect people to go to football games and NASCAR races? And they didn't say air shows, but I would have said it if I was there. Do you really think people could go back to normal? You better darn well believe it. And that's what this radio show is about. I don't want to go back to an air show where we're all the boy in the plastic bubble looking at airplanes fly. And you know what? There was a group of good guys, good guys out of the air show community that despite the lockdown, they did a socially distant air show online. And I highly applauded that. I think it's fantastic as a stopgap measure. But make no mistake, the whole beauty of going out and looking at excellence demonstrated, of overcoming obstacles, of achieving goals, at the freedom to fly your own airplane. I mean, this country is amazing. And yes, there's air shows all over the world, but this country, America, is amazing because we can fly a home-built airplane. We can build it ourselves and we can go out there and fly it. You can be a guy like me that imports in or buys former military jets and puts them together and flies them at air shows. Or you could be the girl or guy that restores historic warbird aircraft and historic aircraft from 50 or 60 or more years ago and flies them. You might be the pilot that goes to your local airport and gets in an airplane and flies 50 miles for a $100 hamburger. You may use your aircraft in the furtherance of your business, a business that you've invested all your sweat equity into, your time, your life, your family, a lot of cases. You sacrifice to build up a business and you buy an airplane, and you use that airplane in the furtherance of your business. Or you may be a member of the military and proud to see that that military hardware out there. You can show your family, hey, look, I used to do that stuff. Or maybe give them kind of a glimpse of having that pride of being in the military and being an American. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is not going to happen with being socially distant with having hotels that don't allow you to stand certain distances away, without travel restrictions, and without the threat of somebody that doesn't even have the authority to do it. We can argue that point. But remember, no arguing on the Renegade Aviator radio show. To just say, we're going to shut it down. You know, a few people got sick. Maybe 1% of the population got sick. So we're going to shut down your event. We're going to shut down your football game. We're going to shut down your high school graduation. And we're going to shut down your air show. Well, this is why I want you to go to my website, renegadeaviator.com, and click the May Day link because we need to bring these performers to you socially distantly, right? You're listening on a radio or podcast. But more importantly, we need to be able to get out to any aviation event there is and give these events publicity. Make sure that we don't charge anything to the air shows or the performers that come on my radio show. We want to get out there and promote this venue, this venue that has millions of people a year leave their home Come to an airport, either a military base or a local airport, and stand tall and stand proud for not a lot of money, for great value, to have a good time. This can't go away. If we lose air shows, 
we lose America. And I don't mean to be dramatic, but you know what? Everybody else is being dramatic today. So why not Dave Costa, the renegade aviator? Why don't I be dramatic once in a while? This is where we stand. We need to congregate together, ladies and gentlemen. We need to stand tall and we need to remember that America is not about being protected America is about being free. Now, that doesn't mean, so here we go. So I can hear you right now saying, well, Dave, you are so far off base. You don't understand that there's people sick and people have died. I do, believe me. The loss of a single life is a bad thing. But remember, this is an aviation show. Is there a risk in flying air shows. You better believe there's a risk. As a pilot, as the captain of my aircraft, do I, must I take responsibility to ensure the safety of the crowd and the safety of myself? If I protect myself, by the way, that's really what I'm worried about. If I save my rear end while I'm flying in front of the crowd, I save everybody on the ground. Get that? There's steps that are taken at an air show to ensure safety, but still accomplish the mission. What we're seeing today is draconian grabbing of power. These are arbitrary rules, draconian rules meant to keep us apart instead of standing strong together. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming up to the last segment of the show, and I appreciate you staying here. And uh, normally this would be a commercial break on our radio show, but for our podcast listeners, a big thank you to each and every one of you listening to this podcast version. I am sincerely grateful for you. And I've got a favor to ask of you. Please share this podcast version of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with everyone else you believe may be entertained by it and may get some value out of it. I work hard each week to bring you positive and inspiring content, and I would really appreciate your help in helping me get the word out and sharing this. RenegadeAviator.com, that's how you reach me. And thank you once again for listening. One more segment. Here we go. Back to the show. This is David Costa. I am the Renegade Aviator. I want to end this good, bad, ugly with this. The new normal is the old normal. Keep that in your mind. I heard that during the White House briefing and I wrote it down. The new normal is the old normal. Air shows are coming back. I want you to not wiggle. You need to speak up. You need to talk to people. You need to volunteer. You need to help your local air show. I need you to go to Google, find the closest air show to you, pick up the phone or send them an email and say, look, I want to help. I want to volunteer. The reason for that is because if the people who listen to my show remember what normal used to be, those of you primarily that listen to this radio show, you go to air shows, or at least you've been to an air show. You remember that excitement. You remember the crowd. I can remember as a kid being taken to air shows. We don't want to change that. There was nothing wrong with it. Some of you guys have called me up, and I appreciate this, by the way, with some new high-tech ideas that can be brought into the air show. And for those of you that have contacted me, I think one of you I called once and one of you we just didn't hook up for whatever reason. But I appreciate that stuff uh, because air shows will change. But change is good. What I'm saying is the normal the normal to go see an air show is in a bright sunny day out there looking up into the sky. Yeah, you may get a little bit too much sun. Sure, you may buy a couple too many beers. You go through the gate. You don't watch air shows out on the parking lot. You don't watch air shows at the side of the road trying to save 25 bucks. Without you supporting these events, we're not going to be here. So we need you out there saying, look, I'm willing to help. 
I'm willing to get involved. I'm willing to go knock on doors and make some phone calls. And when you go to these events, what I'm asking you to do is to tell people, hey, thank you for coming. The sponsors, but you don't have to thank the performers. We love to be there. Don't thank us. We thank you. But the sponsors deserve your thank you from that young lady who's selling you a Italian ice to the aircraft manufacturer that brought a demo airplane out to these events. So thank those people for supporting and thank all the volunteers. Don't give them a lot of grief. They're doing what they were told. That goes back to my thing with the Blue Angels. I get it. I laughed at them. I'm sorry. I laughed at the Blue Angels because they wore silly little blue masks to climb into an F-18 to do really cool stuff. That ain't normal, man. That ain't normal. But come on my show because we can talk about normal. I'm certainly not normal either. But I just look back to the years that I used to go with my parents to an air show. It's all I could think about for weeks coming up to this whole thing, right? Wow, we're going to go. Back then, we'd go to the Willow Grove Air Show, or we'd go to the Millville Air Show. The Atlantic City Boardwalk would have an air show. We'd go to Fort Dix. These were places that my parents took me as a kid, and it mattered to me. It really did. And something I really look forward to, and it lit that spark And even now today, there's been years and years of work for our team to get jets ready to fly for you, to be a performer for you, to support these air shows. Months and months and years of getting dirty and ripping airplanes apart and having successes and failures along the way to get there. But man, that's what life is. Life is not 100% predictable. So we talked about safety and air shows. You know, have bad things happened at air shows? Sure they have. I had Kyle Franklin on my show not too long ago, and Kyle's family has suffered horribly with air shows, and he still does it. Why? Not because of a death wish, because it's that performance, is that because we know we're being of value to people out there. That spark that lights in each and every person that comes out to an event like an air show. I remember seeing the kids when they come out to my jet, just their eyes light up. We were out there, it was at the Beale Air Show. This was, I don't know, probably back in 2009. And we had a line of kids at the jet. And it was one of the first times I brought my L-29 jet out to an air show. And we had it there. We had those steps coming up to it. And I was thrilled just to be static. I was a static performer, meaning I basically sat on the wing of my airplane and said hi to people. I loved it. I was a part. And there's a lot of people that are static displays at these air shows. And they bring their airplane. And they're regular pilots just like you and I. And they bring out their aircraft. And they answer questions and meet people. But anyway, I had a a line of kids waiting to look inside the cockpit. And that was still back in the days when I had the cockpit open. And it's one of the biggies for me because when I was a kid, all the military fighter jets, they were open. You could sit in the cockpits of these airplanes. So I try to do that whenever I can. But if I'm performing, obviously I can't. I can't have people touching switches and doing all that. Anyway, this two-year-old kid... Mom comes up and, you know, she's all, you know, she was tired. It was a long day. I mean, you parents that have brought small kids to air shows, she was kind of frazzled. She walks up the steps, hands me her son. I sit him in the cockpit of the airplane, two years old, and he looks down, sees a red covered switch, which is always hot to my fire extinguishing system, raises the cover, pushes the button discharges my fire bottle. It didn't hurt anybody. This is the discharge of a fire extinguisher in the engine. Um, That quick, a little two-year-old kid, his eyes were wide. That kid today, I bet you, is a pilot somewhere. I mean, or, or soon to be a pilot because he instantly, when he came up to that airplane and his eyes got wide and he looked at this thing, he's like, oh, You know, you see this all the time. So it's really important that we hear your stories. That's why I bring the air show performers out. So you can actually listen to an air show performer give their story. If you go back and listen to my podcast, you'll hear these great stories of how people got started and doing the crazy thing that I call it. It's a circus. 
this crazy thing or a carnival to become an air show pilot. The stories are amazing. There's stories out there when you go to these air shows of back in the day, I flew a DC-3, a World War II vintage DC-3 to air shows all over the country. And the reaction we would get from World War II veterans, Vietnam veterans, but primarily World War II veterans that remember flying on the DC-3s during the D-Day invasion. I've had grown men break down and cry at the aircraft because it brings history back. It brings history to life. So here there was a, a bunch of younger guys that were all going into the military that watched this guy come up. It was a powerful day. And here he is sobbing over what happened to him during the, the D-Day invasion. And he was one of the lucky ones as he made it back. And to watch the reaction of these kids they're probably 15 or 16. They wanted to go into the military and have that kind of have history resonate with reality all at the side of an airplane. Amazing stuff that we can't lose. You can't get this at an air museum, but I support air museums. You can't get this by watching a YouTube video, but I love to watch YouTube videos of airplanes. You can't get this enthusiasm by staring up at the sky and seeing the Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds or C-130s or A-10s or whatever thing fly overhead and do a round robin around your city or fly over a sporting event. You think that's exciting? It is exciting. I get it. And thank you, those teams that put this together. But you can't beat standing there live when one of those same blue angels wearing no pretty blue mask right now comes ripping over your head at just under the speed of sound, rocking that show site. You can't beat that. You can't beat guys like Kyle Franklin that's tumbling out of the sky, smoke spewing out, and then he drops down below a line of trees and the announcer raises his voice. Oh my God, where did Kyle go? And he pops up on the other side. You can't do that. You can't get the effect of a jet car lighting off an afterburner and rolling down that runway. Watching guys like Gene Susie. Gene Susie was an idol of mine when I was a little kid. He had been in the air show world. He's, he's still in the air show world for decades, for decades at this little air show here at the airport I'm sitting at right now at Aviation Roundup, which you can come to. It's in October this year in 2020, the third and the fourth, as long as everything stays to plan. But Gene Susie came out to this air show. This was a couple of years ago. I remember telling the airport director, which is Bobby Thompson, I said, look, and, and Chris Johnson, both of those, I said, look, if I can be of any kind of service, I'm happy to do so. And Gene Susie needed a hangar. And he put his airplane, his big old biplane, barnstorming biplane, take a look, just Google Gene Susie in my hangar. I'll even post up a picture of it on my website so you can go take a look at it. Here was my childhood idol standing next to me in my hangar, and we're having drinks together. Guys like Bill Stein coming out to the hangar and hanging out. I'm beating this to death for a reason. Next week, we're going to have a whole new set of guests. We're going to change the pace a little bit. I'm done with the doom and gloom. I'm done with the woe is me. I'm done with the fear. Because you know what? One way or another, whether we do it Big time, or if we have to start from scratch again, the new normal is the old normal. And we're going to be out there flying. And whether we need to tell you a secret location where we're going to be so you can come out and watch some cool flying, or whether we open up this year, and I hope we do, but if not, we'll be back next year. We're going to open those gates. You're going to stand shoulder to shoulder next to people safely, watching really cool pilots fly airplanes, doing what we love so that you've got the inspiration to go out in your life and do the things that you love. And that's the point of this show. Excellence demonstrated, overcoming obstacles, and achieving goals. 
We just happen to do it in really cool airplanes, but you may do it another way. And that's why air shows are important. I want to meet each and every one of you. I want to come to your hometown. When I'm flying from place to place, I want to go out and meet you. I want to do some stuff. I want to give a shout out before I close this show. I want to give a shout out to our charity that we represent, Vets with Wings, Adam Saborin. You know, this is a charity that takes combat veterans and puts them in the cockpits of airplanes with volunteers that let these young men and women either let go of what they need to let go of or take back control over where they need to take control again. Life-changing stuff. We were supposed to host a spring event. And because of this crazy lockdown over a virus, we were not able to do this. We're going to open that up again, too. So I need you to go to my website, renegadeaviator.com. You look at it up there, renegadeaviator.com. Go to my website, become a member of our crew, click the Mayday link, You can join up on Patreon for a couple of bucks a month. There's five different levels for fans like you or for anybody that owns a business. There's a way to help us keep this word going. Next week and every other week from here on out, the doom and gloom ends. We go forward. And I'm going to tell you next week, I may tell you right now, We are ready to go rock and roll and go break some world records with our TS-11 Iskra jet. There's going to be a whole new effort. Instead of sitting back and doing nothing, we're going to be ready for air shows, but we're also going to take it up one more notch. When you're out of ideas, push those throttles forward. A lot of times it'll help you, but we are going to go and break some world records. The TS-11 Iskra jet already owns four world records. We're going to go break its own four world records, and then we're going to go after some speed and altitude and other types of cool stuff. Stay tuned for that because we're going to be doing that in close relationship with the next generation of engineers and the next generation of aircraft professionals. So mechanics, composite engineers, aeronautical engineers, builders. We're going to get together with the schools. This is colleges and trade schools, and they're going to help us modify our beautiful TS-11 Iskra jet. I've got three of them. We're taking one out of air show service, and that's going to be set up to break some world records. And our crew is going to be there with us. And if you want to be involved, stay tuned. In the meantime, go to renegadeaviator.com and at least join my website. Just join my mailing list and get our newsletter each and every month. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this week. This is David Costa in the air with my TS-11 Iskra jet and on air with you right now today. I am the Renegade Aviator. See ya. (laughs) 